As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. dedicated to bonding veterans with our community in an effort to protect our women and kids. Here we will be discussing the issues in our urban culture and ways we can come together and address these problems. You can hear the show every Sunday at 7 p.m. on all platforms. You can also log on to www.bondwithavet.org for more information on how to get involved. Happy Mother's Day to all. We want to take the time and thank all our mothers out here on this beautiful Mother's Day Sunday. Welcome to Bond with the Vet Presents Let's Address It, Episode 2. Today, we go get into the topics of our mothers. Ask yourself, is your mother really happy on Mother's Day? You know, I, I spent the weekend thinking about that, and I wanted to know if, if my mom was truly happy. You know, when, women have a way of being able to, you know, hide things and, and put things in the back, you know, keep a smile on their face and, and not show you that they are really hurting or really bothered or upset. Uh, women tend to take on other people's feelings. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized how hard of a task that must be. So that made me think, like, you know, Mother's Day, that does it really mean anything to the women? Now, don't get me wrong, to some it does. But, but to others, it, it's like, you know, I, I'm really hurting. I, I, I thank you for saying Happy Mother's Day, and I appreciate that. But deep down, up under this smile, it's a lot of pain going on. So we ask ourselves, it's like, why do women hide so much pain? So today we go address just that fact. We go try to understand why do women hold the barriers of others? 
and it's just a natural instinct for them. They don't, you know, intentionally mean to do it. I, I guess it's part of being a nurturer as a mother, and they do it without, you know, really even understanding that that's what they're doing. So it gets more, you know, stressful for them. So then I started looking at, okay, well, why women like this? You know, you, you got wives and you got mothers, you got daughters. You know, and they, they have husbands and boyfriends and sons. So it's like, why does all the problems and the burdens fall back on a woman? So let's get into an understanding that we all should have and that we all know very well. And that being African-American men and the things they deal with in America. Now, we've all been aware of police brutality. We've all been aware of gang violence. We all understand and know the drug trade. We all understand and know, you know, crime, whether it be home invasion, auto theft, bank robberies, all, all different type of areas and, and angles. But a majority of this are the men. I did some research, and 97.5% of high crimes is men. So how does that tie in to a woman? Well, th this is what I call the circle of life. And everything a man does has a consequence on a woman. And nobody ever takes the time to think about that or speak about that. So we go address it now. How does it have a consequence on a woman when a man goes out here and does something that either gets himself you know, locked up, or if he goes out here and minding his business and, you know, a police decides to mess with him or bother him, or in some cases shoot him, how does this affect a woman? If you do your research, when things like this occur, the first person to get a call is a woman. It's a mother. It's a wife. It's a sister, it's a daughter, it's an auntie. It's always a woman. No questions asked. Just look at the simple things that women do that us men really pay attention to or really respect the fact that it's done. We're going to use a, a simple doctor's visit. When a man goes to a doctor, or any type of appointment, I can about guarantee you it's going to be a woman with him. Just for, for support. It, it can be a female friend. It, it can be a mother. It can be a wife. It can be a girlfriend. But it's always going to be a woman with him at these doctor's appointments. You very, very rarely see a man in a doctor's office by himself. Even if it's for procedures, a man would never go have surgery without a woman being by his side. 
do we do the same thing for women? No. Why? I mean, I, I really took the time to think about why we don't give them the same respect they give us. It's not that we don't care. Uh, we definitely care. But our way of thinking is totally different than the way they think. They they feel like the comfort of them being at your doctor's appointment, at your doctor's procedure, your surgery, whatever it is you may do, will help you get through it a lot easier. We look at it like, you know, maybe we don't want to be there or maybe they don't want us to be there because they don't want us in, in their business. But that's false. A lot of women really want the support of a man. And, and, and we fail in a lot of these areas. You know, it, it's like when, when you think of women and, and their happiness, where, where, where do joy come from for a woman? Men, you know, we, we can buy toys, motorcycles, you know, boats. We can go out on the lake with the fellas, go fishing. We can go out in the garage and work on our 1969 Chevelle or build a 383 stroke of motor. You know, we can go get on our riding lawnmowers and just roll around and cut the grass and relax and put our headphones on. But what joy does a woman have? Women don't go buy toys. You you very rarely heard a woman say, hey, let, let's go buy some jet skis and go to the lake. Or, or you, you don't hear women say, hey, I want to buy me an old school car and I'm going to rebuild it in the garage. Or, you know, now women do ride motorcycles. But, but it's not, you know, I, I, I give it a, a 10 to 15% ratio that you may hear a woman say, let's go buy a Harley. And, and she'll ride. But what do women do to relax and wind down? That made me think, I understand why it's so important for that spa time. I understand why it's so important for for a beauty shop visit to get their hair done because this is their time and they've earned it. Truly they have. So why do I feel like women are not happy when it comes to mother's day? Simple answer is what do they have to be happy about? We, we, we go take this mother's day. The whole weekend, we, we've heard about killings. Cop killed a gentleman for running. African-American male killed for jogging. Young man killed in Charlotte because he had a wreck and got out the car to assess the damage. Male shot him because he feared for his life. The man was just looking at the damage from his car from a wreck. And, and gets killed. And, and the bad thing about it, it, it really hasn't been talked about. It, it was on the local news in North Carolina, but but it wasn't worldwide news because we, we was dealing with the tragic death of the young man jogging. 
So what do women have to be happy about? You know, they continue to lose loved ones day in and day out. They continue to have to fight to raise their kids day in, day out. And all this falls on a woman. So now they have to deal with the fact of being the first person to be called when a situation occurs like police brutality. Can you imagine getting a call like that? Letting you know that someone has killed your son or killed your husband or killed your dad. And women have to absorb that. But not only do they have to absorb that, the financial aspect falls on them. Women starts preparing funerals and getting things lined up. How much this costs, how much that costs. And they are still expected to pay their bills. They're still expected to raise their kids. They're still expected to be at work. All while trying to handle a tragic event. So if we want to talk about PTSD, I think women really need to be evaluated on a higher level. Women experience so many tragic events that's just swept under the rug. So now we have the platform to, to address this. So we go address it. Now we made it clear that Bond with the Vet Presents Let's Address It was a podcast about addressing issues in our community and the treatment of our women and how things are going is a very big issue. You may not understand it. You may not see it, but it's there. Our women have to deal with so much assault, being picked on, being belittled. And I'm just really at a point to where why men are not stepping up to defend our women. Why are we letting this go on? We have our women getting assaulted at beauty salons. I've seen the video uh, of the Asian beauty salon and they pretty much was beating a woman because they said she was stealing. Whether that was the case or not, I, I don't know the whole story behind it. But all I can say is I seen a woman being physically assaulted. Same thing at a nail salon. A woman was being kicked and beaten for not paying in a nail salon. And they locked her in. So my question to the men is why do we keep letting this happen? At what point do we stand up and, and say enough is enough? <clears throat> we, we have the manpower. We have the training. We have the ability to do a lot more than what we're doing for our women and kids. We've placed a big burden on our women that they absorb all this. They have to deal with all this and they have to fix it. Well, on this Mother's Day, 
we're going to start to make a change. And yes, I'm just one person out of the trillions of people on this earth. But my, my voice matters as well. And I feel like we have to do a lot more than what we're doing when it comes to securing and protecting our women and children. We can't continue to let everything fall on the shoulders of a woman. We can't continue to let these women raise kids by themselves. We can't continue to let these women get belittled on a job that they really don't like, but they have no choice but to work because they have to raise their family. These are things that us men should be doing. We should be raising kids. We should be taking care of the home. How is it that we're out here running the streets doing whatever we do and we got a man that, that's the boss of your woman, your wife, your mother, your sister, your aunt, disrespecting her on the job and we do nothing about it? What, what has it come to? You know, somehow we, we've lost touch with how to raise and protect a family. And we got to get back to that. These social media posts, things passed around online, that, that's fine because it's bringing awareness to a lot of things that's going on. But at the end of the day, what is it really, really doing? And I ain't going to sugarcoat it. It's doing nothing. LeBron James, all these high-profile celebrity ball players, these rappers, these actors, yeah, they, they have a platform. But sending out a tweet or an Instagram post or a Facebook post, that doesn't fix the issue. But see, the real issue is we can't look for these celebrities to fix it. Because this is happening in our communities. We have millions and millions and millions of African-American soldiers that's done served in the United States Army, the Marine Corps, the Navy, the Coast Guard, the Air Force, the Reserves, the National Guard. These guys have been trained to defend the United States of America. Why are we not taking that same training in defending our women and protecting our children and shaping our community? Why everybody have so much support for one another when a situation goes wrong, but then that same support is not there when we have brothers killing brothers? We have brothers molesting young sisters. We have young boys robbing women. Where's the community outpour when these events take place? Is it because we sweeping under the rug and, and, and try to hide it? Do we conceal it? But still, it, it falls back on a woman. 
because if her son goes out here and gets in trouble and he gets locked up, now he's calling home every week to mama. Ma, can you send me some money? Ma, can you go do this? I'm locked up. I can't do it. Can you go down to the courthouse and get my license renewed? Can you go get this paperwork? So now you done went out here and committed a crime, and now you locked up in jail, and you placing all the burdens on everything that needs to get done on the woman in your life. That's not fair to her. Why, why do we make these women feel guilty when we do something to get ourselves in a bind and we pass it off on the women? Why, why do we feel like we can go out here and commit a crime and do five, ten years in prison and a woman is obligated to stay by our side? We got to change the narrative. We, we got to uplift these women. We, we got to support these women. We, we can't keep putting them in positions to where they're walking around struggling and hurting inside and out. We, we, we can't disrespect a woman because she want to buy a Gucci bag or a Louis Vuitton bag and call her a gold digger because she want the best of the best. That, that's not a gold digger. That's a woman that know her worth, know what she want. She deserve it. Women put in 20 times more work than men do. Just off the fact of raising kids alone, we, we got to give a woman what she deserves. It, it, it's the parents, the, these women, they at school at these conferences. They in the gyms on these sporting event nights. They going on these college tours. And, yeah, some men do. I did with my kids. But I tell you from experience, I've seen it myself. When, when I went on college tours with my son and, and we went to multiple different colleges, I, I seen guys up there with just their mom, a lot of them, a lot of them. It was some men there, but it was very, very few. So we, we have to address the issue and, and, and accept the facts. And the facts are that, that the men, we, we have the power to change everything that's, that's being done to our women, against our women. We, we, we understand police brutality. I, I, I get it. It, it. It's a bad thing, and, and it's happening more and more and more. And, and we have to stand up to that. But we also have to take into consideration when police brutality occurs, it affects the women in the young man's life. Because we, we don't understand the fact that they have to continue on. They have to continue to pay these bills. They have to continue to get food on the table. They, they have to try to, you know, bury their loved ones. They have to try to continue to work and, and live with this burden. So what do we do? You know, th this question is for the men. What, what do we do? How can we fix it? 
because there's clearly a disconnect within our community streets when it comes to men. Everybody's screaming east side. Everybody's screaming west side. I'm from the north. I'm from the south. Okay, so what? That's where you from. I rep this hood. I rep that hood. Okay, we get it. But for what? What is that doing? Is that helping the family? You repping the east side. Is that protecting your mom? Is that guaranteed your mom is not going to ever get put out because you from the east side? So does, does that give her a pass to, you know, if, if an emergency situation occurred that she's going to be taken care of? No, it don't. So it's time for y'all to face reality. Y'all out here repping sets that don't care anything about your parents. They don't care nothing about your wife. They don't care nothing about your kids. Y'all getting tattoos of complexes and neighborhoods that, that don't care nothing about you. And see, I'm speaking about these things because I was one of those guys. I got a tattoo of a neighborhood that I grew up in. And I can admit, as a child, I didn't think or realize how stupid that was. But now that I'm older, I can go get the tattoos removed. But I sit and look at them all the time to reflect on the things that we do as young men and the decisions that we make that when you get older, you look back on and say, man, my mom tried to tell me, my wife tried to tell me, my sister tried to tell me. You know, our egos are, are so big that we, we hurt our women without even knowing we hurting them. So we got to stop putting our women in, in these type of situations. It, it's time for us to come together as men and figure out how we can do better by our women. It shouldn't be no more disrespecting. It shouldn't be no more beating on your woman, cheating on your woman. If you go cheat, like they always say, just, just be single. No, Nobody said you had to marry the woman that you have kids by. But best believe it's your responsibility to help her raise those kids. Stop leaving them out here. You got to sometimes you got to put a stop to issues. You got to understand that, hey, I was wrong. I'm admitting I was wrong. I'm going to try to fix it. And we can do it together. We, we got some strong, strong women supporting us that they can get us to levels in our life that we never expected to reach but we too blinded by unnecessary things to see and understand the support we have. I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of news articles. I'm tired of, 
uh, uh, research. And, and, and I'm tired of people coming inside the, the black community trying to figure out what they can do or how they can help. We can do it ourselves. We're supposed to do it ourselves. We should be doing it ourselves. You know, these guys in America, and when I say these guys, I'm I'm talking about Caucasian males. I'm going to be truthful about it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not trying to be disrespectful because I got some brothers in arms that, you know, I served over in Iraq with that, that, like, you know, the saying says, I go to war for. I went to war for them guys. You know, so I'll be the first to say, you know, every white male is not a bad. But still, it's some out there that are. And we have these guys running around here creating militias. They're not identified as who cut clans anymore. They're militias. They have legalized business names. They are legally... Uh, army you know if you, you don't know what a militia is l- look it up matter of fact i'll tell you a militia is a force that is raised from the civil population to supplement a regular army in an emergency a militia force that engages in rebel or terrorist activities in opposition to a regular army all able-bodied civilians eligible by law for military service. So if you don't know what that means, this is telling you that if you're not a felon and you're able to join the United States Army, that you are legally able to join a militia. Take take that in. Now, you you, you have guys out here that, that are legally in militia Civilian-owned militias now. People ask, you know, how was these guys able to march in Michigan with AR-15s and nobody said nothing or did anything? Because they have a militia. It's legal. They can do it. But our community, we don't know these things. Because we fail to educate ourselves on things like this. Men, we have the ability and the opportunity to build our own army. This is not fighting fire with fire. This is not saying, okay, well, we go build our army and we go go to war with everybody. No, that, that's not what this is saying. This is saying that we have to protect our community. We can't continue to let things happen to the women of our community. We can't continue to let gang violence come and disrupt our neighborhoods. We, we are legally able to defend that. And that doesn't mean let's go out here and have a shootout. You, you can build a militia and, and go around and, and have youth organizations. You, you can build a militia an army of builders and, and, and build houses back in the neighborhoods. You can have a militia 
and everybody put in money to invest in bringing stores and, and materials to your own neighborhood. A militia doesn't necessarily mean you have to carry AR-15s. Every organization is ran with strict guidelines. And in order to better suit our women and children, we have to obey these guidelines. But the problem is you have to come up with the guidelines first. You have to be able to have a standard set for your community. And everybody has to get involved. We know it's going to be drugs. We know it's going to be gang violence. We, we know, I mean, that's just the, the nature of the beast. That's the reality of it. And we have to accept that and face it. But in the same sense, these gangs, they have to step up because they owe it to the community. Stop their back and forth fighting with each other. Because there's so much more out here you should be fighting. And it's not against your red or blue brothers. We, we have a lot of issues we have to address. And men, we, we don't realize it. We not addressing it. We leaving it up to the women to address. The, these women have to go to Capitol Hill and fight. These women have to try to get these laws passed. These women are doing a prison reform. These women going to these different jails, county jails, trying to get these laws changed. We, we, we got our women on the front lines fighting battles that we created. We create a battle, get taken out. Now our women have to step in to finish fighting. That's not fair to them. We, we place the burden on our women so much and you don't even realize what you're doing. And I'm talking about everyday life things. You, you going out here getting in shootouts and gang violence. Now you done got shot. You paralyzed. Who has to push you around in this wheelchair? Who has to get you to these appointments? But did you ever take the time to think that I'm out here doing all this, and if something happened to me, it's going to fall back on my mama? Or it's going to fall back on my wife. Or it's going to fall back on my daughter. Now, here you are, a 250-pound man that's injured, can't walk, can't do nothing. Now you got a 130-pound woman having to fight every day to get you out of the bed, to get you in your wheelchair, to get you in the kitchen and get you fed, to get clothes on you. Why are we putting that struggle on women? And, yeah, you can look at it and say, well, they got people you can hire to come in and do that. And they do. But wake up. Who coming to do it? It's still going to be a woman. These home nurses are still women. Why do they have to fight and struggle to take care of you every day because you wanted to go out here and do something crazy? Why our kids can't call dad when they get in trouble in school? Why are we not at the school talking to the teachers and the principal? Why is it always the mother?
it, it can be a lot of whys because it, it's clearly out there and, and we, we as men have to understand that. So on this Mother's Day, we, we go definitely shout out our mothers. We, we go take care of them to the the utmost highest quality. But in the same sense, we, we, we go do our part. We go understand that, oh, okay, we, we done put our moms through enough. We, we done put our, our women through enough. Mother's Day 2020, let, let, let's change the narrative. A lot of this stuff has been swept under the rug because it's so much going on in the world. But everything going on in the world affects our women. If you take the time to think about it, just truly take 20 minutes to sit back and think of everything going on in the world. And then look at how it impacts our women. COVID-19, how does it impact our women? We got more women nurses than men. We got more women out here fighting this battle with COVID-19 in the midst of still having to go home and raise kids. So just take your time and think about the things that are being done and the things that are being said. How can we fix it? We, we we have the NAACP and, and it's organizations out there geared towards, you know, the African-American community and the minority communities. But it starts with us. NAACP can't do nothing in a community that a person stays in the being there for 20 years and not doing nothing. Because believe it or not, sometimes, you know, these same people rebel against organizations coming in a community. Oh, we, we fine over here. We don't need the NAACP over here doing nothing. Stop rebelling against your own people and let somebody make the necessary changes because clearly you're not going to do it. But I mean, that's, that's just being serious. Somebody going to have to step up and, and make some type of effort to do something about the things that's going on. I'm going to give you a quote that David Banner said yesterday, and it really stuck to me. He said, if everybody did their part, we could change anything immediately. Stop waiting on them because they could be waiting on you. When it comes to getting something done, act like only you exist. Don't let their inability to act toward your ability to start. So stop waiting on somebody else to do something. Take the necessary step to do it yourself because you waiting on them and they could be waiting on you. Now nothing is being done. Let, let's make it happen. Contact me www.bondwithavet.org Instagram bondwithavet.org I mean, bond with the vet at Instagram, Facebook, bond with the vet, email, info at bondwiththevet.org. Let, let's talk. I'm, I'm willing to, to get into this, and I, I'm willing to listen to ideas, 
contribute my part, do what I can to help this situation. Guys, we, we, we got to take the steps. We, we, we have to improve. We, we really have to improve. So on this episode of Let's Address It, the main focus should be what can we do to better protect our mothers? It's Mother's Day. How can we help make life easier for the women in our lives? Because they're carrying a real heavy, heavy burden. Our women is wore out. They're beat up. They're hurting inside and out, physically and mentally. And we really, really have to do something about it. All right, uh, I'm done for the day. We'll we get into some more things a little later. We'll talk about some more things, and, and hopefully we come up with some type of situations that, that we can get things taken care of. Until next time, see you later. Be safe, and always think about what you can do to better the situation. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.